<laughs> Welcome to all the dirty 30s out there. It is episode... I want to drink a beer. Nailed it. <laughs> it's fucking October 1st, motherfuckers. Episode, who gives a shit? It's 58. It's o- I had to look it up because I fucking forgot because I'm too hyped for this episode. It's October 30. We get five weeks of October 30 this year. I got a whole page of notes. Serial killer and monsters and ghoul bliss. Okay, I got like six. We're even going to do us. <laughs> you said, oh, I'm sorry. You said I have one page of I notes. I have a whole printer page of notes. Jesus And then Christ. like three or four smaller pages. It's like, a, it's like a, he's got like a planner, like a planner size yeah. that they give to you for free in middle school. All right. Were those well, free? Those weren't free. No, probably. those were absolutely not free. Yeah, fuckers. Um, today's episode is brought to you by the month of October. No, I don't know. <laughs> I wish I had something. Yeah. That'd be sick. Werewolves. It's brought it's to you by all the werewolves. I know they're on our side. Quickstar. Quick. <laughs> only. The, the demon god Asmodeus. The demon god Asmodeus. That guy. He's there. Uh, well, uh, do we? Well, okay. So we have something not October thirty. I guess. Yeah. Do we want to? We want to cut that in. We want to cut in Nick's picks. Nick's, oh, Nick's picks. That's a. Sure, yeah, we can cut in Nick's th- picks here. This shit writes itself. Uh, yeah. Here's Nick's picks. I don't. Here's the thing. I don't even know what these are. <laughs> Nick just said that I he do. sent Drew some picks. I was like, all right. Some dick pics, probably. <laughs> Nick's dick pics. That's what this segment is called. And it has absolutely nothing. I, I would let's go dick nick pick. Dick, dick Nick's Nick picks. Dick's Nick's picks. Okay, I don't even know. <laughs> We're cutting it in now. What is up, Beer 30 listeners? Nick here. I'm taping a new segment for the pod. Last week Drew came to me crawling on his hands and knees and he said, Nick, I need your football expertise. I need to make some money. So give me some winners. And I did give him some winners. So I gave him Rutgers to cover against Michigan, which hit. I also gave him NC State money line underdog against Clemson, which also hit. And then I gave him K-State, which they didn't quite cover, but it was pretty close. So now each week I'm going to give him three picks, and he is contractually obligated to place bets with these picks. Um, Hopefully they win, but if not, uh, I don't know what to tell you. You're under contract now. So this week's picks, I'm going to take Arkansas to cover against Georgia. Arkansas is currently 18.5-point underdog, so I think that they are going to um, – I think Georgia's going to blow them out, but I, don't, I think it will be pretty close, closer than 18.5 at least. Um, Florida, I'm going to take minus 8.5 favorites against Kentucky. I think that they are going to put up some points against Kentucky. And then lastly, my – Money line underdog that I'm going to give you this week is Stanford at plus 250 against Oregon. I'm not very confident in that one, but just looking at the money line underdogs, I think that that might have the best chance of hitting. So those are your three picks. Hopefully they win you some money. All right. I have to say I do not agree with those picks, but Nick gave me a whole bunch of winners last week. He he included at the end of that. That uh, he gave me Kansas State plus five and a half. If Kansas State plus five and a half hit, I would have won 
five grand. That would have been wild. I was, I mean, and he wasn't like two. They lost by 11, so they just needed a touchdown, and they had every fucking opportunity to get a touchdown at the end of that game. So I don't blame Nick. But fuck you, Nick. He he, <laughs> he he did say that I am now contractually obligated to uh, take his picks every week. So I will be betting all those games. I do disagree with two out of the three, but it's fine. All right, I'll throw money down on those two. <laughs> he also gave me, as we are recording right now, Miami and Virginia are playing, and I asked him how he felt about the over, and he said, fuck it, take the over. So I put six units on it, which is my entire betting account. <laughs> Not just one unit. I put a full six <laughs> to say, fuck it. So if we end up you know, finishing this podcast and that over doesn't hit... Nick's picks might be done. (laughs) (laughs) Forever. Uh, One other thing that I quickly want to mention or talk about is the what if episodes. Well, let's let's talk about the last two. The the last two. Yeah. The two weeks ago. Party tour. Yeah. I didn't like it that much. I didn't care for it. Yeah. I was just like, eh, whatever. It was it was funny, but like it didn't give me anything. It was kind of funny. Yeah. There were funny moments. There is one part that you and Nick did not reply to, which I thought would have been something we would have actually talked about. There is a part in that where they're all partying and Korg, which it doesn't make sense how all these characters are showing up. I don't. It yeah. makes no sense. It's literally at out all. of fucking nowhere. No, but, this whole, not, none of this episode makes sense. Even yeah. the very ending of it doesn't make sense. No. After watching this newest episode, no sense. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense it's, at all. It's ridiculous. But there's a part where Korg has a pacifier in his mouth. He's doing ecstasy. Like, that is a thing where you lace a pacifier in ecstasy at a rave and you suck on it the whole night. I didn't know that. That That's is a, funny. That is a, like, they just slipped that in and I was to be like, Korg is doing, ec- a, a rock <laughs> man is doing ecstasy. That rock is rolling. Rock and roll. Uh, that was probably the joke. That, that is the joke, right? <laughs> I mean. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. I have nothing but, else. Uh, this most recent episode was fucking wild. Nuts. I, I yeah. Infinite Ultron. But, uh, I mean, the voice threw me off. Because it's oh, not yeah. Jarvis and it's, it's not, not Paul James Bettany. It's not James Spader. It's not Paul Bettany. It's just, yeah. That the was guy. the only thing. Wait, that, oh, there's one more thing that I didn't like. I can't remember what it was. Oh, how, how big the Watcher's head is? Oh, no, I mean, he's got to have that noggin. You remember at the end of... I guess true. What was the end? Of, what movie was that where the post credit scene, they showed live action Watchers? It's talking with Stan Lee. It was one of the Guardians, I think. Oh, uh... Was it are those the, the Watchers? Yeah. Uh, yeah, where he's like there with the... With the he's space like, and then dog. I showed up as a mailman. Yeah, with the space dog. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize those were Watchers. That makes sense. I'm almost positive those are watchers. God. Because they got the all white he- eyes, yeah. the big old noggins, the weird cloaks. But then he fucking like got his like armor on. That was wild. Dude, the armor was fucking sick. Dude. Which two episodes ago he shows up in that armor. So we're connecting a couple of Wait, who? Oh. Uh, Infinite Vision or whatever. Oh, he he showed up at the very end of Party Thor episode, which this doesn't make yeah. sense because when he shows up, the Watcher's like, "Wait, what?" and it's confused. But then in this episode, the Watcher and Infinite uh, Ultron like fucking well, duke he, it out. Well, he said he's never seen this. That's why I think that's why he's confused in the last uh, 
episode. Yeah, but then he's like, he's like, he's like shitting on Ultron. He's like, now that there's nothing left, he has nothing, like nothing, nothing, nothingness, something like that. And then that's what he says, actually, word for word. (laughs) I remember it now. And uh, and then he goes, uh, Ultron's a baby back bitch. And then Ultron's like, what? I see you. And he like turns around and goes and fucking talks to him. So it's like. It doesn't make sense for the watcher to be confused that Ultron's showing up on Thor's world after fighting. No, I think I think what it is, he's like, what the hell? And then he goes and watches this other universe where oh, this, uh, this all happens. Oh. And so when Ultron is on his quest to, get it. to find out who the fuck the watcher is yeah. and whatever, he figures out interdimensional travel well he figures out the the interdimensional travel before he figures out who the watcher is because he i i get what you're saying but i think that he figured like or wait no 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 no, you're right you're right yeah like he figured out like once he figured out the watcher yeah not through like those walls of the universe i know what i would call it yeah like a back door yeah and he kind of exactly i get it so that's why he was like what the hell and then the next episode which wasn't his armor different i swore he had like a hella like crown where all the no, I don't think so. uh, Infinity Stones were no okay because when he put on the armor in this episode, I was like, that's not as cool as the last one. I swear he had like a big crown. But I don't I, I, that. I, Yeah, he just had the the Ultron like weird like spike things. Yeah, kind of went up which towards the back. I don't know. Having the yellow one in his head is throwing me off. It does throw me off, but I also because the mind stone feels like a lesser stone. That makes sense. I mean, they're all like they're all obviously equal in different ways, but I don't think I think the Mind Stone has this like weird wisdom about it because it showed vision like that Thanos was coming before he was coming. Yeah, and so uh, I, I don't think it's necessary. I just think that they all have like obviously have their different facets. You know what I think it is is the fact that I never gave a shit about, about vision. vision. <laughs> I was literally going to bring this up today. I was like I was going to tweet be like crazy how WandaVision made people care more about Vision than all the th- like three movies he was in and like an literally integral part of an all of integral them. part and he fucking died and everybody's like, "Oh, see ya." It's like that's the only death I don't care about. And then every Poor and then Paul Bettany. Then, and then now it's like, "Okay, we got to bring it back. I just want white vision back. Like I want it problematic. I'd like to see black vision as well. <laughs> black Panther's gone. Now we need white vision. <laughs> Dude. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> RIP. All right. Uh, but no, this next episode is going to be fucking crazy because I is think this the last one, I think so. Okay. I think, well, at the very end of this, Uatu, the watcher is with Dr. Strange and that little purple, like, universe uh purple like crystalline universe yeah he needs his help like and dude well strange is an excess being he's the only other person that's been able to see watu besides infinite Ultron. oh yeah true so he's like okay well i'm gonna have to go to this other fucking person to be able to do the like to actually get help shit yeah because i because i was a little confused by the ending and i didn't think about it because when Vision saw him. I was like, okay, now two people have seen him, and I couldn't like remember that it was the bad Doctor Strange, whatever the fuck you call him, uh, Doctor Strange Supreme. Yeah, I you got to drop the Doctor. It's got to just be Strange, Strange Supreme. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, you're I'll no longer. You, I mean, no, I'm not saying you personally. His I Hippocratic oath has gone out the window. He yeah. fucking sucked up too many goddamn demons. Yeah, and then he beat the shit out of himself. Yeah, 
a real. And then uh, he killed Christine Palmer repeatedly, just over and over, trying to save her life. How is that not breaking the Hippocratic Oath? He's like, I'm just going to fucking watch her die. Repeat. I can't think of the guy's name now. It's a very October 30 moment where that groundhog, wait, that doctor that just like fucking Mangala. Well, yeah, uh, that works. We'll go with Mangala. <laughs> Mangala works. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if he was a doctor. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, a doctor. Well, yeah, Nazi a doctor. Nazi doctor. Sorry, <laughs> weren't technically doctors. They it's were. It's like okay, like, you're a doctor. Here's your badge. It's like <laughs> sheriffs. They're just handing it out. <laughs> no, it was more like, hey, do you want to see what happens when we sew one kid's arm to another kid's? I'm gonna brain? shoot this twin. In the head and see if his twin dies. If not, let's just kill the twin. <laughs> then we have a... Con- <laughs> Twins were the control experiment. No, I know. That's fucking insane. Those are... Oh. That's super fucked up. That is a tough... You know what's yeah. even crazier? I don't know if we'll ever even do him you, because that is... U.S. history moment here. A lot of like the shit we know about like human bodies today is because of the, sh- the fucked up shit the Nazis Operation did. Operation Paperclip, baby. And all the fucked up shit the Japanese did as well. All right. Before we fully immerse ourselves, it is September 30th when we're recording this, so we have a little. Yeah, so not, we're not not October. We're not, spoo- we're not feeling spooky yet because right, once yeah. I get into this, yeah. we're gonna be feeling real fucking spooky. I just want to real quick. I don't think we're gonna bring up <laughs> any of these movies that are the <laughs> the laundry list of movies that are coming out in October. So I just wanted to mention them at the v- at the very first episode of October. We might, I mean, because we'll see them. We'll see a decent amount of them, but we'll, we're not going to review them or anything like that. So sorry. Hopefully Nick reviews them on the blog for you. He did just come out with the Matrix trilogy review. Yeah. So go look at that. Come on, blog but boy. Today. Just going to use it as a derogatory term. This is, this is all the killer movies that are coming out this month. So... Like, killer as in good or killer as in, like, I'm going to kill this person? <laughs> Both? Neat. <laughs> you got to watch the movie first, I guess. Uh, so, October 1st, Venom. Uh, Let There Be Carnage. Yeah, that's tonight. Like, we could go see that, like, right now if we wanted to. Uh, the Many States of Newark, which is the Sopranos uh, preview. And there's uh, Titan. I don't know what that is. Uh, the next weekend is No Time to Die. James Bond movie's finally coming out. Is uh, this is this one gonna be better than fucking Skyfall? Oh, it better, dude. Skyfall sucked. The dude, first one, the first sweet. one with Daniel Craig, Casino Royale kicks ass. It's kind of no, slow, but it kicks ass. That's the only one I've seen that. Quantum I've liked. of Solace sucked. Skyfall was meh. And uh, this Quantum of Solace and Skyfall make me fall asleep every time. Dude, I tried to watch Skyfall four times, fell asleep. Skyfall. <laughs> Nailed it. That's that's, that's all the, you need to know about the that's movie. That's the scariest thing you're going to hear all month. Uh, no, it will not be. <laughs> and then, uh, the week after that is The Last Duel, the new Ben Affleck and uh, Matt Damon and a couple other famous people movie where it's like knights and shit. It's Let's, time to duel. It looks it's fucking Yu-Gi-Oh, sick. Actually. That same weekend, Halloween Kills comes out. So like the fifth Halloween movie in this trilogy. Or not trilogy. The fifth Halloween movie in this saga. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say. I'm yeah. glad you caught yourself. Yeah. Uh, then the weekend after that, Dune comes out. Doom. Along with the French Dispatch kidding. and The Harder They Fall. And then the week after that, the last week of October is The Last Night in Soho. There is nothing but good movies coming out. 
but we will bring be bringing you nothing but serial killers and monsters and ghouls and murder and blood okay, yeah. and skull fucking. This isn't a serial killer. It's just a straight up like one of the most gruesome murders ever. Hell yeah! Let's fucking do it. All right. <laughs> Trigger warning. <laughs> Sorry. All right. This is a trigger warning. This is going to get pretty fucked up, but not not right away. So, but we're going to have some fun with it. The lady's name is Catherine Knight, and she lived in Aber- Aberdeen, Australia. And the murder happened on the leap day of the year 2000. So it only the, so the it only happens every four years. Yeah, the anniversary. The anniversary. Yep. So it's only been four years since this happened. It's been five years because leap is leap year four years. Leap years four years. Yeah. So it's been only been five years since this happened, but it happened in two thousand. Got it. Keep going. I hate you. All right. She uh, so what her crime was? She murdered her husband John Price. She skinned him, cooked his ass and his head. His pl- ass? Like you mean just his ass? His ass. Okay. Plated <laughs> it on two plates with a side of veggies. The cops described it as the most bizarre crime scene they've ever seen. A lot of cops that saw that quit afterwards, or could not eat meat for a few months. Dude, I've heard burnt flesh actually like smells like 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 the worst steak you've ever smelled is what I've. Oh, I've, I've heard. heard burnt flesh and hair just is like the worst smell ever. Yeah, I mean burnt hair. Yeah, but like burnt flesh is apparently like a bad steak. If that makes sense. Like you Gross. can't you can't picture it, but like yeah. Anyway, I think I'm having a stroke. I just smell burnt toast. Uh, a psychiatrist that examined her said that she had a primitive consciousness. She could not spell her own name. She could barely hold a conversation, and the only ways that she really knew how to communicate were through anger and sex, which is one of the main reasons why she had four main lovers that through all the psychotic shit she did, kept coming back for that pussy. I would say, that girl's going to fuck your brains out. <laughs> that girl's going to do Later some on, shit it, you can't, it, um, it was I said, can't even imagine. It was said that she was good at apologizing on her knees. <laughs> that, oh my God, dude. That <laughs> for people that don't understand that, that means she's just going to suck your cock. I think, um, I think everybody got it. I don't know. I just want to make <laughs> hey, sure. Dude, oh my God. She's going to uh, suck the skin off. So of she's it. not just a murderer. She's just an absolute terrible person. She's the type of person that would swerve in her car to hit cats and dogs. Not to like miss them, to like no, yeah. directly hit them. Uh, most men stayed with her because she's crazy in the bedroom. She's sober until she's in her 40s, Bro, I which don't, makes okay. like we, we, the I'm rest stick of on this, this whole sex thing. I don't understand that at all all i mean i i'm a guy I enjoy, it I enjoy back, sex dog. but there's no good enough sex to make me stay with somebody like say i'm riding you've never been fucked by Catherine knight <laughs> that is true <laughs> i have never been fucked by Catherine knight this if six i'm riding in the car one redhead Ooh, never mind i'm back in <laughs> i'm back in yeah so, yeah with an australian accent just kidding i'm in Right hit, here, mate. Hit my dog. Sorry, Stella. I'm, you, you can hit my dog. 
I'll hit you in the face with a frying pan instead. <laughs> that is not Australian at all. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's close enough. It's like Cockney. <laughs> yeah. That's what Australians sound like, Drew. Uh, I lost where I was. Oh, she's sober until she's in her 40s after she was arrested. Okay, no, that's what I couldn't deal with. Everybody in her town was just like praying that she was found guilty. They're like, we don't let her cannot. Back yeah, they were terrified at the thought of her ever coming back to town. Uh, and like, she not only was like she a bully, but her family was like a well known, well rooted family that just did horrible shit. That was just like, oh, the knights are up to fucking burning they're, this dude's house down again. They're the O'Doyles. Yeah, they they're are. The, they're but the like, fucking O'Doyles. But they have one that just decided to pop off. So we're going to jump it, back. I got a feeling you and your family are going to... Oh, shit. What does he say? I'm going to... Never mind. You get the O'Doyles. Yeah, okay. Great. <laughs> About, okay so her home, Aberdeen, Australia. I hate the O'Doyles so much. Like O'Doyles rule. Makes me want to like fucking heave in my mouth. Uh, Aberdeen, Australia, about 2,000 people, and it's about three hours-ish north of Sydney. It was a town of meat packers. Oh, so they're, the no- they're in nowhere. I mean, absolutely fucking Oh, yeah, nowhere. no, they're in basically nowhere. And you'll, like, the kind of, like, the... Basically, that was the thing. This family was so well-known for being fucked up that people just, like, oh, they're at it again. Like... It's Australia. Yeah. yeah. This, I mean, this is the Wild West of the entire world. But this town was just a, like, it was just a meat packers and a mining town. So it was, oh, like, Jesus. It, yeah. it brought in even the worst just, of the, yeah. like, the shitholes. I mean, yeah, that's that's felons and just dirty, disgusting people. A third of the town worked in the slaughterhouse. And at one point, it had up to 600 people working there in the town, which is fucking wild. That's just, I mean, that's not a huge 2,000 people. I mean, 1,800 to 2,000 people, if it's a third of the town, that's, yeah, that's a town full of fucking shitheads. And even if the shitheads were like, yeah, the knights, right? I got that right? Yeah. If if all the shitheads are like, yeah, don't fuck with the knights. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's bad. That's really bad. Yeah. This whole town was just a bunch of like, like criminals, low lives. And they're like, don't fuck with this family. That's whoo. And we'll understand why in a little bit. So there was so the meatworks started building houses for their like they're called barracks actually, which is super fucked up. And then one of the barracks that was called like one of the rows of barracks was called Honeymoon Lane, built specifically for newlyweds. <laughs> and you get a bath. <laughs> <laughs> you have a bathtub. That's how it's honeymoon. And this about is it. let me so this is she is 49 at the time of the murder so we're looking at uh 31 1931 oh is when she was born am i doing that math right well i'm sorry the time of the murder is no wait i'm doing my math what year is the murder 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 it's 1951 she's 49 and what year was the 2000 yeah so 49 51 old bitch whatever uh, yeah, no, you got it. Times are hard. Oh, 51. Yeah, no, you're right. Numbers are hard. Anyways, uh, this is not like in the olden days where there wasn't like shit. There's like, I, I'm sure TVs were a thing in 51. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you're getting into every, every uh, 
they have cars. TV. They had cars and shit like that. I guess I don't know so. Australia. I know America in the 50s minimum. But uh, The Knight family was just a bunch of drunk, true I mean, red. The Wizard of Oz had color at that point. so I don't see color. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you. Oh, my God. I hate you. <laughs> I don't know why that came to that my was, mind. At no, that all. was solid. I, but I still hate you. Okay. The Family Knight is just a... Uh, a night family, excuse me, is just a family full of like drunks, rednecks, mischief makers, but they're like violent drunks. What do you think they did on family night? Exactly. They fucked. <laughs> uh, because her dad was... Well, cornholing. Well, her dad was an insatiable sex addict that would chase her mom around the house, catch her, and then like sexually, so, like beat her into submission, sexually assault her, like right in front of the whole family. Dude. Okay. I... I'm imagining it myself, but I'm 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 betraying this for the listeners, Stop but I'm it. talking at you. Imagine watching your father chase your mother around your childhood home just hard as the dickens. <laughs> just your mom's just screaming. I'm good. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> Thanks though. That's the fucking scariest thing in the world. And then she ended up being a freak sexually. I feel like I would never want to have sex ever. Uh yeah, I don't. Yeah, I would deal with that in a completely different way. I'd be like, no, I'm never well, having sex. She claims ever. that she got sexually assaulted by her older or older half brother, and I say claims because her psychiatrist uh, believes it was because uh, or her 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 psychiatrist like disputes this claim because she uses it as a weapon and as an excuse for all the horrible shit she did. Oh, yeah. She's like, I, but no, like, she straight up is like, I got assaulted, so I'm going to do this to you. Oh, Eileen Warrenos style. Yeah, I mean, a little bit. Yeah, which, I mean, she should have been flaunting that sweet eight-year-old puss around. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, I hate you so much. Okay, she said that she could summarize her childhood in two words, and she's not a very smart person, so these two words were sad and bad. Her half brother, <laughs> yeah, that is poetry. Yeah, <laughs> well, it rhymes. So yes, her half brother said that their whole family is rotten to the core. Uh, like I just said, she watched her father chase. Yeah, her they, around. they literally all watched her dad rape her mother. She had a twin though that didn't come out like evil, but they still like fought each other. So it was just like they just like literally punched each other and beat the shit out of each other. There's one story of to her. To a point, I mean, like, well, I'm, I'm assuming this is way over, like, what you and your brother did and me and my brothers did. Like, yeah, we beat the shit out of each other from time to time. Well, not the shit out of each other, but we fought. And, well, like, I never, we never drew blood intentionally. Yeah. That's exactly. what they did. Exactly. There's one story of her with one of her, when one of her kids comes up to her and she's, like, talking to her friends or something like that. And her kid, like, tries to start interrupting. She just stands up. Punches her kids straight in the face and then sits back down and talks to her friends like nothing happened. And her kid like split lip, like fucking tough love, bleeding, tough. psychotic <laughs> love. <laughs> that's that's like your mom's like an O-line coach in the NFL or something. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. If your O-line coach fucking murdered and skinned. And <laughs> okay. Hey, that, that team would win a Super Bowl. That's all I'm saying. They probably already uh, have. <laughs> Ray Lewis did win a Super Bowl. <laughs> no, I'm just saying there's probably been an O-line coach that has 
killed skinned and just gotten away with it because there was that miami dolphins i don't know if he's a line coach might have been a linebacker's coach but he's doing a whole bunch of cocaine so maybe that is not even cr- drugs are not nearly as bad as, as killing and skinning people generally. well i feel like cocaine would lead if you're already crazy and you just do a bunch of cocaine oh i guess yeah, yeah. technically good thing she was sober because i mean you're God already crazy so it's not the cocaine that's doing it it enhance it. It's it's it's, per, it's a performance enhancing murder drug. <laughs> <laughs> this dude was taking P E M D S. Don't get me wrong. He would have definitely been a murderer anyway. But then he got into cocaine. <laughs> he really just took off with it. <laughs> and then he, he just got way too good <laughs> at it. Uh, at fifteen, she left school because she couldn't read or write. But that was like a normal. At- 15? Dude, she couldn't write her name by the time, like, at 49. I know, but they took her that long to kick her out because... No, she left. But it was, like, a normal thing for... So, the people that were on, like, the fast track to the mining... Not the mining. The meatpacking plant? Or the the slaughterhouse? Dude, that sounds like two-thirds of this town. Well, what? It sounds like... You already said a third of the town works in meatpacking. I mean, like... Two thirds of the kids in this town were on their way to just being meat meat packers. Yep, basically. Uh, and she was, but here's the thing: she was excited to work in the slaughterhouse. So excited that she failed her first audition for it. And then when she finally, they had auditions. Yeah, which makes me think it's like, all right, like, <laughs> how enthusiastic do you got to be? You come in here. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my time. Time. Like fucking. I just fucking knife this fucking pig. Just, just bottom to top. Fucking screech. Where's the next one? It's like a fucking old time. Some like a New York guy. Some dancing around and just. Instead of instead of a cane, he's just at the end of his cane. It's just a knife. That's just like. He's fucking stabbing people with that. Just, oh, just field dressing a fucking pig. Uh, eventually, she succeeded and was given a job scraping blood and marrow off the carcasses. Uh, she worked Those her dog food, baby. She worked her way up to being a boner. Uh, where she got her own set of <laughs> knives. Hold on, we are not going to skip past. She's a boner. That's that's just funny. I think it, I think it just means that she's. Popping those bones like, out like of the D-bones pig. Yeah. But she's a boner. She debones a lot when she fucks. Boner. I get it. Though. All right, you can keep moving on. <laughs> I just want to say boner again. Okay. <laughs> boner. All right, thanks. Uh, that's where she got her own set of knives that she like loved. Like, she Ooh, was like, yeah. my knives. Let me lick them a little bit. And then... She would just walk around the slaughterhouse to take in the sights and watch the pig killer like do his work. And like he was recorded saying that he like he loved his job. He's like watching them like quiver and fear, and it's like, okay, did oh. this dude kill anybody? Oh. Cause hey, you could love your job no matter what you're doing, but if you you add that little factor to it, that's pretty fucked up. If he was like, Yeah, I love this job because I feed, you know, many Australians and like parts of the world and like whatever yada yada that's fine nope that's not no, why he just wants to see the fear in a pig's eyes yep so at 18 she met her first husband david kettle at the slaughterhouse 
Uh, but here's the thing. They're having lunch. They're both 18. And she's like, we're getting married. Because at this point, <laughs> tell me about yourself. <laughs> I don't know my own name. <laughs> it was more like, I love you. <laughs> that's basically what it was. It was like, you want fuck? All right, we're getting married. And then I'll break your dick in half fucking you. Well, shit, I uh, need to find out what that's like. Well, see, David, 18-year-old dude, was like into this because they fucked all the time. He's like, yeah, I don't oh, care. Yeah. This is lit. Oh, yeah. Uh, but the he didn't know of, what he was getting into. A bunch of pig's blood is lube. All is right. it pig's? I, I just assumed it was pig's earlier. Yeah. And then, okay. It's pig's. Which is what I assumed, too. And I should mention my sources last podcast on the left. Uh, when I listened to this, they like didn't say that it was pigs or maybe they did and i just like subconsciously like took that in but i felt like they didn't mention that yeah. it was pigs until like way down the line and i was like you just assumed yeah i was like it's pigs i think that actually goes back to what i went to fucking college for for agriculture i just knew that pigs in australia were a thing sorry yeah, so on the wedding night way too hot for cattle yeah on the wedding night uh they only fucked three times and oh <laughs> Jesus. Wasn't enough Look. for Catherine. So she... If all the time, time, time out. If I come three times in a night, are you serious? Well, this was I after being drunk for two days straight, this man. That is impressive. The fact he came once after being drunk for two days straight. In the First off, if I come one time, I'm asleep two and a half minutes later. <laughs> Pops, bro. That is a ridiculous that is a ridiculous request. You are insane. Not coming at all, just I pass out after Yeah, dude. I like I No, literally. <laughs> I, <laughs> literally as soon as it happens, I fall face first. And then when I hit the ground, that wakes me up most of the time. Sometimes <laughs> With I just my own cum on my face. <laughs> <laughs> just falling right into it. <laughs> just still <laughs> <laughs> And that's where I shot it in the first place, Drew. Oh, man. All right. On their wedding night, they fucked three times. Catherine was mad because she somehow knew that her parents fucked five times on their wedding night. And she's like... she... I've never mind. Never mind. She sat she there watched. apparently yeah. rocking back and forth saying, Mom and Dad did it five. Mom and Dad did it five. And then he woke up in the middle of the night with her like choking him, like punching him, screaming about how her mom and dad fucked five times. And how they only fucked three. What an ungrateful bitch. And then he remembered the next day or that night. And he remembered basically her mom walking up to him. Being like, if you're not careful, she'll kill you. And he's like, this is, that's also coming from like a super scary, like, like his fam, her family's super fucked up too. He so, knows the family. He yeah. lives in the town. Yeah. yeah. So this this lady's like this. The mom of this fucked up family is like she's gonna fucking kill you. And he's like, yeah, whatever. He's like, ha. And then they just fuck. And then they don't. He doesn't fuck enough. You know how hard it is to get an eighteen year old man like scared from sex. You know what I mean? Like, like scaring him because you're not fucking. He's enough? not fucking you enough. An 18-year-old, like, that's a lot. That is, as an 18-year-old kid, that's, I mean, all you want to do is fuck. You're just fucking young, dumb, and full of cum. It's just seeping out your eyes. Yikes. That is, 
That is insane. Drew, and have you had cum seep out of your eye? Yeah. You need to go to a doctor. You ever, you ever not masturbated for like 30 minutes and it's just like... You definitely <laughs> need to go to a doctor. Uh, no, you just, you just put some hot piss in it and it's fine. This <laughs> fucking guy out here with his STDs and the cum out of his eyes. Today's episode name is Drew's Got Cum in His Eyes. Um... Uh, one night after their first child was born, David went home. He uh, he went out with his buddies, drinking, playing darts, something like that. And he came home a little bit late, and she was furious, so mad that she burnt all of his clothes, and then broke his skull with a frying pan. All right, I I I mean he's Rapunzel, still alive at this point. Rapunzel esque, I I respect it. She's she's a princess. So he crawls <laughs> across the street to like a neighbor's house to try to get help. Crawls? Yeah, he just got his fucking head like, and by the time like the ambulance get there, they see it's like a fucking full on skull fracture, that and she like fucking smacked him Clocked over the head, him. and like these guys are lying about what's happening because it's not masculine. For you yeah. to be almost getting murdered by your wife. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I can see that Australians are a proud people. They're a proud backwards people with a sexy accent. You 6'1 redheaded with an Australian accent, huh? I feel like it's not the 6'1 that you're thinking of, Drew. No, I think it is. Are you thinking of like a foot wide face? <laughs> no, like. Six foot one inches tall. Good solid foot here. Good solid. <laughs> I, I like a broad. <laughs> no, that's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to describe. She to you. built like a linebacker. She had hands. She the, she had hands that were described as man hands that could knock you out with one punch. Hell yeah, I like I like big old girl hands that make my dick look small. I don't think that's. I think it's more like gorilla, literal gorilla. So she's grip. got a gorilla grip hand. Yeah, along with that gorilla so, grip puss, she's gonna the grip's so tight it's gonna rip your fucking dick off, dude. dude. That's a girl that'll let you like. That's a girl that'll let you fuck her face. She can't like, count to three, so. Yeah, see, that's a bit. <laughs> never mind. I'm out. I can't. I can't, <laughs> I can't fuck something that doesn't know how to spell its own name. Oh, there right. are literal gorillas that can spell their own name. Uh so, like, after their first child, she just started, like, losing it. She was, like, super hungry. They had a child? Yeah. Oh, God. She probably orgasmed during the birth. Oh, God. That's a thing. But, like, after their first child, she started going to the pig-killing room and doing the killing herself. And she would, like, nick the arteries and just watch the, the uh, pig, drain them. pig twitch to death, which is horrifying. Um, yeah. But it could be not horrifying if you're not a monster watching it and like salivating. You know no, I mean? that's what I'm saying. Like she yeah. just sat there smiling, yeah. watching a pig yeah, yeah. twitch to death. Because, yeah. anyways, David found a new woman and snuck out in the middle of the night because he was so afraid. Yeah, dude, fuck that, dude. Get the fuck out of there. And he went to Queensland with her. Uh, after David, dude, that's like left, the opposite side of fucking Australia. I'm pretty sure. After David left, she threatened to kill their daughter and allegedly was swinging their baby around by her ankles. So, like, the idea I'm getting... She Michael Jackson the baby? Dude, that's the exact joke, David. 
Yes. But what happened was they took, she like had her stroller is my understanding. And then she's like running around the street with her stroller, like move, like fucking like crazily, like serpentining and then like grabbing the baby, like lifting it up and shaking it and like swinging it around. And then she got taken to a mental hospital, um, put in an all white room. That's good for the kid. And then she was quickly released with antidepressants, which didn't help at all because she quickly had another breakdown where she took her baby to the train tracks, put the baby on the train tracks because she knew a coal train was coming soon, went into town, found an axe, and started screaming about how she's going to kill everybody. And then they were just like, Oh, Catherine. That's literally what they did. Catherine. Everybody was like in their houses, like. But they sound like Canadians. Curtains closed. I feel like Australians would be like, let's murder this bitch. No, they put. They went into their houses, they closed their curtains, they're like, hopefully Catherine doesn't come for us today. But then old Tom picked up the baby down the on the tracks, brought it up, and uh, she went to jail again. Or not jail, sorry. The, uh, she was arrested again. Uh, got out again, but this time she swore vengeance on the whole town. So one night she went down Lock to Lock her, her up. I am No, this is just the, this is so just one of the, the nights. I am so with the whole like mental health help everybody thing. If somebody's doing lock them up. Like that is insanity. No, this 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 uh, this is just pure violence. Like, I don't that's not yeah. I don't think this is even mental health. Like this per like, like it is it yeah. is but it's also like But there's a point. There is an innate sense of just like I'm gonna i yeah i would say that is a mental health issue yeah that somebody's like i just want but there's to a point hurt where it's people. like you just don't need to be in society ever yeah. again yeah you'll probably do better with like a schedule every day and like certain wait till you fucking get wait Ooh, till you all hear. right let's do this okay so she he left she threatened she did all these things with her baby then she got like she swore vengeance on the whole town she's like so she went down the street to her neighbor's house with her baby in her arm. And she's like, hey, I need you to take me to the hospital. My baby's sick. So then uh, the lady's like, yeah, just let me get everything and I'll come pick you up at your house or whatever. So she comes to pick Catherine up at her house. with, And this neighbor brings all of her kids with her because she's like, I can't leave my kids at home or whatever. So when they get there... Catherine says something along the lines of like, there's, oh, there's a few too many here. I'll have to f- like thin it out. So she grabs a knife out of the stroller from where her baby is, like from next to her baby, and runs and attacks this mom and her children. And hold on, how do we know it's not the baby's knife? It was probably the baby's knife, man. No, I mean like the baby, the baby brought the knife. No, that's like what the, I'm saying. Okay. And the mom just took it because she's like weapon. <laughs> because you, because here's the thing: In she, Australia, they just get every baby's got a knife. Catherine. That's not a knife. This is a knife. <laughs> Catherine's got a gun that she can't find because the day before this, by some happenstance, her dad came over to her house and took that gun away. Because which saved Fucking probably hero. a whole family. Yeah, hero. Um, Holy shit. So she held the kids hostage or something like that until she convinced the mom to drive her to Queensland to find her husband. So the mom goes to a gas station, brings all of her kids, like gets away from her, hides in a <laughs> dude. This shit's crazy. Hides in a room. Uh, Catherine comes in, tries to break down this door. 
she finds the one-legged mechanic there named Hoppy, steals his crutch, bro, uses it as leverage to get this door down, holds one of these kids with a knife to the throat, threatening to kill them until the cops can get there and herd her with brooms. Herd her? Oh, uh, okay. I'm... So Hoppy's laying on the ground. Yeah. Hoppy, <laughs> Hoppy's flopping around on this convenience store floor like a Hoppy, fish. Hoppy's probably like 98. He's like, I just oh, don't even want to Hoppy, be here anymore. Hoppy, no. <laughs> He's just flopping around on the ground like a fish. He's probably just sitting there just like on his side, not even turned himself. He's just or like on his face. Just His what? nose is like pushed in. He's like, I deserve this. <laughs> I'm imagining him with like a hole in his throat. Dude, like a, I what are those this. called? Uh, stomas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I deserve this. This is this is not a Mexican stand. This is what I'm officially calling an Australian standoff. Is holding a bunch of children at knife points. <laughs> and, then the other per- and then the them. other person has a crutch. <laughs> yeah. And oh, he wasn't even invested. Poor in- Hoppy. <laughs> I'm just That's an F in the chat for Hoppy. He probably wasn't even like Australian. He probably moved there. Yeah, honestly. He's probably some poor Indian man. So, after all, so she got taken to the mental hospital after all this. And then let out again. And then David Kettle heard about all this and he felt like it it was his fault. So he came back. Which wild shit the knight family also thought it was david's fault and so when he came to pick her up her mom came out started choking david out and then Catherine knight came up behind her mom turned her around and just cold clocked her one punch to the face and knocked her mom the fuck out she's like nobody's gonna beat my man but me holy shit yep lit so David uh, David and Catherine and their daughter moved to Queensland after that, uh, where she continued to work in slaughterhouses. But now she has a special set of knives that she hangs up above her bed at night. Uh, and that like she takes to work with her every day, but she also just hangs it up above her bed at night. And one night, David woke up with a knife poking his throat, and Catherine was on his chest saying that she could kill him whenever she wanted to. And then she eventually fell asleep, and that was basically that because she ended up leaving him fun part of this story and then she roamed around for about eight years yeah Uh, okay hold on that that's a big she left him in quote in air quotes no she left him no i know but he had already left yeah no but like in the end she was the one with the (laughs) final straw like because he came back they were living together again she had all her night knives because they moved to Queensland together. She had her <laughs> knives hanging above the bed. I just really need to focus on my knives right now. I don't. I can't be in this relationship. I got to focus on my knives. Basically, <laughs> well, she's she's <laughs> he's like sitting in bed reading a book, and she just fucking next to the bed like. Whoosh, whoosh. And he's like, Jesus Christ, get me the fuck out of here. For those, obviously, none of you could see that. Drew was just practicing his knife fighting in front of him. So she roamed, after leaving him, she roamed around for about eight years, still doing slaughterhouse work all around Australia. And then she came back to Aberdeen 
and found a new man named Dave Saunders. Now, here's the thing. This is what's weird. The four men that she's been with, first guy's name was David, second guy's name was Dave, and then we have two Johns after there. We've got a good old Spock symbol going on there. <laughs> That'll, all right. Um, that makes sense, I guess. Uh, things were fine with Dave until her mom died, and then violence and anger filled her life more than ever. And one night, during an argument, she went out to their backyard and killed his puppy. Jesus fucking Christ. There is... There. You can... You could hold a knife to some kids' throats. Yeah, I you know, know. You could hold a family <laughs> hostage. You kill a fucking puppy. You're a piece of shit. Drew's more upset about the puppy and Hoppy than anything in this whole Yeah, and the so one-legged far. man. Yeah. <laughs> Hoppy and the puppy. So, again, uh, uh, Saunders ran after she, like, because he went out into the backyard, saw that she was holding his puppy, like, with his with the throat slit. Mm-hmm. And he just sprinted and ran away. Then she did a half-hearted like suicide attempt where she took like a bunch of pills and like basically fell asleep where she knew she'd be okay. Uh, and after that like suicide attempt, he came back. And then she decided she didn't want to work anymore, so she was going to get workers comp. And she's around thirty-ish at this. Well, point. that's what everybody's doing now. Nobody wants to work anymore. But here's the thing. <laughs> she at least went through the work of like she, slaughtering. So kids. she has her examination, right? To like get workers comp. So before her examination, she's doing a bunch of heavy lifting, but only lifting with her back. Come on now. Yeah. Come on. Just to get that workers comp. Uh, and then uh, this is where the thing came in where I said Saunders tried to leave, but she's good at apologizing on her knees. Uh, again, the second Dave run, runs away in the middle of the night, Saunders, and she went to look for him, but this time she found a new guy named John Chillingworth, uh, who was another slaughterhouse worker. Now, John Chillingworth was another family in Aberdeen, Aberdeen, whatever it is, uh, that was like a, one of the, like, their family name was known. They'd been there for, like, generations, but he'd been gone for, like, 15 years and uh, he w- he had been with, like, another woman for 15 years and just, like, coming in her no problem. And then he fucks Catherine, like, for a couple weeks and she's pregnant. So he he thought that he had, had no... You're fucking that much. Well, I mean, he thought he had a problem downstairs where it was his partner that actually had the problem, most likely. So, like, he was like, I can't have kids. So he just fucked, like, a rabbit. And then he fucked Catherine and had a kid with her within a couple weeks. And he's like, well, now I'm fucked. Because this lady now has her own house that is just filled with a bunch of, like, dead shit. Like, bones, skulls, dead, like, taxidermy shit. Like, like, uh... All that Catherine, Shrines. Like, shrines to her uncle. And she was described as, and I'm going to say this wrong, but a necrophilius, which is not... No. So she fantasizes about it. No, she is. It. She is like. She's in love with the control of dead things. She looks at. She sees people as objects. So once they're dead, she has full control over them. So she's a taxidermist, but with humans. Yes, kind of. But like, it's like a like she 
like yeah. loves it. Yeah, like she doesn't actually tax it. Yeah, but there's that, nothing but like, sexual about it, from my understanding. Yeah, no, it, that makes sense. It's just, like, it's just about like control, control. Yeah, yep, being in charge. So she mentally Which and is, physically, oh, God, she's got to fuck like a minx. Her third, I hate you. <laughs> her third uh, boyfriend, husband, person. Uh, she mentally and physically abused, and she has like, so she has claimed that she's been like abused like by all of these men when she's like way bigger than them and there's no evidence that she's been abused but there's a ton of evidence that she is the abuser so it's like but she always like claims that like no they're hitting me and stuff like that well this john chillingworth guy he was bigger than her or like the same size so like she couldn't fucking like uh physically beat on him what are we talking here like six one how many pounds we talking here from my understanding, she's a bigger, like a big. Oh, ew. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. I don't, I don't know, but like when she said hands like a man that could knock you out with one punch, I'm, hot. I'm thinking. I'm thinking hot. I'm thinking sexy thick sausage hands. But maybe I'm wrong. Catherine Knight's a se- oh yeah no we're good. This is, is that right? This is a librarian. This is an old light. Like this is. Ugh. Oh yeah, she's probably still alive. Oh my god! Hold on. Oh, oh god! Oh my god! Nope, nope. She'll be seventy this year. I guess she doesn't look too bad, younger. Okay, please stop, Drew. You're oh. fantasizing about a lady that. No, she's nasty. All right, okay. keep going. Oh, my God. So with this John character, she couldn't physically abuse him, so she mentally abused him by doing things like once she got pregnant, she started like putting in, in his mind that the baby might not be his. And she's like, well, it's probably yours, but it could not be like shit like that. So she just like mentally abused oh, that Oh, like, yeah, like oh, I've been fucking everybody out like you. You, you little shrimp dick. I've been fucking all over town. Like, yeah, yep. that bullshit. Fuck you. And then after three years with John, she left him again because she found a new man, another John. But this John, John Price. And see, this John was known as a good man around town. And people liked him. And he actually seemed to like her. Good pussy. Uh, but here's the Get thing. Sweet labia. Catherine hated Price's kids, and her ki- his kids hated her, too. Hold and on. Somebody's kids hated their potential stepmother? Well, here's the reason they hated her is because she believed in aliens. Or I guess they didn't hate her because she believed in aliens. They were just like, there's something wrong with her. I don't, no, don't no, want to say be- I'm on her side, but like... You're an idiot if you don't believe in She was adamant that she had been abducted by aliens. Maybe she was. Maybe she was an alien. Maybe, maybe yeah. Maybe that, maybe that sweet alien puss we got going on. Okay, for the love of God. <laughs> uh, so Catherine forced an engagement by stealing Price's money and buying herself a ring. But he... That's insanity. Acknowledged. He's like, that's fine. I'm still not going to marry you. So she got so mad about that that she videotaped some like uh, some uh, evidence that he had taken some uh, first aid kits from work. 
But now these first aid kits were thrown out. So he had just like gone to the garbage, picked up these things. They're old, out of date ones. Just brought them back. It's like, yeah, there's good gauze yeah. in here and shit still. Not like whatever. So she videotaped that and took it to his bosses and got him fired. Well, he lost his 17-year job that he was making six figures at. And he lost his pension after that. So this was his man's whole career. What a fucking cunt. And he... I can say that because it's Australian. Exactly. Cunt. Pricey then left her for a little bit, obviously, but eventually came back. And I write, I have written down here, good S- pussy. No, so that's sweet, sweet lady. With three underlines. Uh, and she's probably getting up the ass. Well, too. here's the thing. His friends told him that something horrible is going to happen if he goes back with her. And she said if he took her back, it would be to death or to the death. This is the man that she ate his ass. Yep. And not in the good way. Oh, the worst kind of way. So one day there was a party where <laughs> actually Kath- I'd rather have my ass eaten like this than for I don't. Real. I don't think you would. <laughs> one day there was a party where Catherine got like drunk and claimed that Price's kids uh, molested her own kids, but then Price's kids had fucking had enough. So like one of the Price's kids went in and grabbed her plate and is like, "Whose plate's this?" And it was Catherine, and she. What she damn well knew is Catherine's place. She goes, okay, if you don't shut the fuck up, I'm going to break it over your fucking face. And then she physically kicked Catherine off the porch and said, if you don't leave, I'm going to call the cops. So that's when the, the kids really got, got on Catherine's like shit list. Um, so for months, Price would like show up to work like really fucked up from being like attacked. Um, and the months leading up to his death, she boasted to like random people in a bar about how she was going to kill him and get away with it by claiming she was insane. She did, didn't she? No. She, got off on <laughs> she probably would have if she didn't fucking scream in a uh, bar yeah. and these people came and testified against her. What a, what a dumb bitch. A couple of days before... stupid bitch. A couple of days before the murder, she stabbed him in the chest and he had to like like... Here's, I think, one of the ways they explained it was she was like talking. She said that she was talking with a knife in her hand, and he got too close, and it punctured him. <laughs> I was talking with my hands, and I just stabbed my husband in the chest. Um, so he tried to kick got her out, it. and she said, "I'll leave if you give me ten thousand dollars or this house." Like the fucking balls on Dude. this lady to be like, "If you, you, I, I'll leave if you give me ten thousand dollars." Or, I'm just going to take this fucking house. I'm not a violent person. In this situation, I'm cracking this woman's skull with a baseball bat and finding the nearest hog farm and just feeding her to the fucking pigs. (laughs) That is insanity. Well, instead, he went to the Justice of Peace to get a court order, and that was going to take three weeks. Well, Bro, what? Yeah. I was like, I was stabbed in the chest. Yeah, so he told his friends... The day before he died, if he didn't show up to work the next day, that she killed him. So, on February 29th, February 29th of the year 2000, Catherine woke up to take care of her family, to prepare her legal defense, and to kill John Price. So, she went around defaming John to, like, everybody. Like, the police, like, just saying that they got into a fight and that, like, he beat her and all this stuff. <laughs> 
You, Catherine, you you say that he beat you, but uh, your knuckles are black and blue, and your face is pretty clean. Do you mind if I, you know, see under your well, shirt or yeah, no, whatever? She she no, you don't have a bruise anywhere. Well, she claimed that he was like grabbed her tit and pulled it. And there was like a little bit of bruising on her tits, but nothing that somebody couldn't do to themselves. And it didn't line up. And also, up. like, she's in a freak sex. Yeah. So she went over defaming John, everybody. And then she went to her sister's place to drop off some home videos. Weird. Then she went to her daughter's place and, like, she put her grandkids on her lap and took her, like, she's videotaping all this. She's grandchildren. Yeah. She took, she's 49. Okay. <laughs> uh, she also got pregnant at eighteen. Yeah, no, and I, it's like not, very, so. Yeah, like, it's not weird. But in the meat packers, it was like she should have been pregnant before she got like, like, in the time frame, she should have been married and pregnant before she even got married. Like by the time she was eighteen, she should have already been pregnant and married. Okay, that's what I'm saying. So she was late to the game. Yeah. Um. So then at her daughter's place, she is like filming a home video with her grandkids and she like unbuttons her shirt and has her grandkids like play with her tits. What's a good grandma? And she was like singing a a weird thing about like Nana's bobbles or some shit like (laughs) that. And I think the, the weirdest part is like the grandkids are saying that like she was being like super loving and like I love you guys so much like all this like. Like, she's never acted this way before, ever. Come here and suck on grandma's titties, all right? I just need to I just need a good grandma. Actually, she's 49. <laughs> she doesn't have no teeth. Your grandma, you're, you talk like that. Okay? Your grandma, you lose all your teeth right away. <laughs> Come here and suck on grandma's titties. So about 11.30 p.m., she went over to Price's place. Now, Price was already in bed when she got there, so she got all dressed up and sexy. And then they fucked. Of and course, then, she went out with a good fucking. After fucking her, he got up and went to take a piss. And on the way back from the bathroom, she grabbed one of her knives from hanging over the bed and stabbed him in the chest. But she missed the heart, so he was able to push past her and kind of run down the hallway a bit. But she caught up to him and continued to stab him. And she was seven inches taller than him. By the time he That's fell hot. dead, he had thirty. He had been stabbed thirty-seven times. Jesus fucking Christ. The entire hallway was supposedly just covered in blood. And they ma- they note they like make a note that like the human body only has like five liters of blood. I was just about to say, isn't it like six liters of blood? This man just Just drained. Yes. Like just drained him on every everything. Did she ever hit him in the heart? Because if you don't hit him in the heart and you stab him that many so. times. Then it just pumps it all out of the orifices that you stabbed. So that's yeah. literally all of the blood. Yeah. So that's insane. When she was done, she showered up, took his wallet, withdrew one hundred or a thousand dollars. The thousand dollars disappeared because her whole family was like, "No, she didn't give it to me. She didn't give it to me." Fuck all of you guys. One of you has it. Cowards. A thousand dollars is nothing. It's not that much, but it's enough to like. A back town slaughter. She probably just went to the fucking strip club. I don't know about that because she when some... she was done, she went back and by the it, here's the thing. This is hap- like he died probably around midnight. Mm-hmm. So this is happening in the dead of the night, mm-hmm. and she is. Uh, she gets back to his place and begins to fulfill her fantasy. So 
She oh. gets naked. She gets her knives out. And she gets a whetstone. And she pulled John Price's corpse to her makeshift slaughterhouse, where she then takes a six-inch carving knife and skins him with a few solid cuts that connect up and she is able doing, yeah. to get his entire body worth of skin in one solid piece. Please tell me she wears it. No. She hangs it up as a fucking curtain so that you can still see this man's face. Okay, that's better. That's better than wearing it. So, then she pulls his skinless body over, decapitates it, and takes the head to the kitchen that she puts into a pot with some spiced water and starts heating it up. She then goes and cuts off a piece of his ass and puts that in the oven. A piece, like just like a like, cheek? I think he poked it's, just it's like his cheeks. It's a one cheek? One cheek, both yeah. cheeks, who okay. knows. Then she cooked was up... Was he some, double caked up? I Do we know? I have to assume he was. <laughs> R.I.P., man. We lost the, a good those, ass the, that day. <laughs> those cakes didn't deserve that. They didn't deserve that. Uh, and then she cooked up some veggies, just, you know, for the side. So then what she did is she served it all up. It was probably Brussels sprouts. On two plates. She puts the plates on the table with little placards in front of the plates. And on the placards are the names of John Price's children. She then went and propped up his assless, headless body in his favorite chair like he was just another one of her dead things. She then brew up a pot of coffee, took a bunch of pills, and fell asleep. I, yeah. I'm honest. that I'm speechless. Not a lot of things make me speechless. That is fucking one of Yeah, basically insane. one of the psychiatrists that talked to her thinks that like she has just been planning this. For, she's been oh, dreaming yeah, about head, this yeah. for a long time, and Absolutely. she's just trying to find. The you right don't just one. come up. You don't just come up with a fine dining dinner of ass and head, with the plan of feeding it to the kids because that's what the placards are for. Yeah, it's supposed to be their Meals. dinner plates. Yep, like it's a wedding or what? You know what have you? You've been thinking that for the past four fucking husbands. That yep. is so. Price's neighbor what? saw his truck in the morning. So Price's neighbor gets up, sees Price's truck. It's like, He's that's weird. He's usually out early. He's usually out early. Price even told his neighbor, if you see my truck in the morning, she's killed me. So he goes over, knocks on the door. <sighs> okay. I'm not blaming and this neighbor, but I'd be like, hey, maybe just sleep on my couch yeah. for a little bit. Maybe don't go yeah, home. Yeah, maybe just like don't live at home. I you need some money for a hotel, like I'll help you out. Maybe Knocks don't get on the door, fucking murdered. Sees that the handle is bloody and just calls the cops. The cops come. They see that the, the they like try to look through the front door. They look through like the mail slot. They see a curtain. Then they go around back. Oh god, a curtain. Yep. They go around back. They like are able to break through and then one of the like detectives moves what he believes to be a curtain oh, to the God. side. It's soaked and it's all fleshy. Yep. Oh. And he's like, well, curtains aren't wet. And oh. he looks at his hand and it's just covered in blood. And then they take a step back 
and they see John Curtin's face. Or John Curtin, Jesus. John Price's face. I keep thinking Peter Curtin myself. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. That is disgusting. So, 49 years old, charged with the murder of John Price, Catherine Knight is the first and only woman in Australia sentenced to life without parole. And she said that she has never been happier than when she's in prison. They always are. They always need structure, which is why I like somewhat understand the government at certain points of things. Like society needs structure because there's these fucking psychos well, here's out the there thing. that need that. Yeah, but even, but think about this: like even like religion and government, like all of that shit is structure in some way, just to make people's brains not fucking implode. Make a curtain out of your yeah, fucking lover. Husband. Yeah. Oh my god! So that was the story of. Did anyone eat it, Catherine did anyone Knight? Eat? No, he didn't even get his ass eaten. No, I'm sure she Tragic. probably took a little bit of a Tragic. nibble. Yeah, if you're gonna cook it, I'm sure she took some. She had to test it, you know. Yeah, I mean, do a little taste, a little yeah, <laughs> medium rare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god, yes. dude, that is fucking disgusting. Right? Fucking wild shit. I knew that was a good one to start off October 30 with. I think that's the first time we've we've done. Obviously, we did last year October 30. I think that. But was, we weren't like prepped for last yeah, year. Yeah, really. I think we that like was the up first with time it when it happened. That was the first time where I sat here just speechless with my mouth. I wish we had our fucking desk stream and up, yeah, yeah. stream going because my mouth was agape. It was. It was. And it was just <laughs> like, I sat there I, like, and I was like, yeah. what? I have nothing to like. I had nothing to say to that. That is disgusting. Wild shit. Well, I don't have anything else on her. Uh, yeah, I got. Uh, I guess I will give a teaser into next week's. Uh, so next week will be mine, and then we'll go back to Luke does another one, and then we'll go back to me doing another one, and I blew. I haven't talked to you about this yet, but week five, we collaborate on something. It's fine by me. We get a full on, like, fuck it up. Horrible. Maybe we do, like, uh, maybe do, like, Charles Manson or someone, like, huge kind of thing. Yeah, we'll think We'll think yeah, of something. Which I think will maybe save the skit we have planned for that week. Yeah. Maybe we'll just save it for the, because we have a fucking skit planned. Maybe I, we don't do a killer. Maybe let's. Oh, hmm, hmm, hmm. we'll we'll figure it out. We're for the I first. I want to do a monster. There's five. There's five weeks of. Because we did ghosts. October thirty, and as far as I know, you started. I'm going next week. We'll figure it out. As far we, as you know, yeah. yeah, I did start. You're here right now. Yeah, <laughs> you started. No, I mean you started. Then I, I meant it's like then I'm next week, and then after that, we might switch off or we might yeah, do something yeah, different. But yeah. it's all gonna be. Some wild shit, but that's a great uh, little segue you ended with there because mine also has a fucked up curtain. Yikes. Like an insanely fucked up curtain. So Neat. Well, it's, it's not Peter Curtain because we did that last October we, we've 30. We've already done. Well, yes, yeah, so we did Peter Curtain. We did H.H. Holmes. A bunch of ghost stories. 
Those might be all the two serial killers we did. Yeah, see, but see, I like doing other things that aren't necessarily just serial killers. Yeah. Because I like adding it, because it's October 30, man. Yeah. We have to add not. Yeah. We have to add, like, other ghosts and shit. Yeah. But also, speaking of serial killers, uh, next Tuesday, Joe's Pub, Trivia Night, I am doing serial killer trivia at 7 p.m. If... If you're in Des Moines and you would like to come test your serial killer trivia knowledge, I will absolutely. I'm not. I'm not hold. I'm not pulling any punches here. I'm gonna do some disgusting questions. I'm not. You might joking. want to pull a few punches. There's some that I. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not. It's not gonna be 30 questions just disgustingness, but there's gonna be. No, you like detail their like whose murder was this, and it's like super detailed, and they're like. What? Here's the, the photo fuck? of just like the most fucked up thing you've ever seen. It's just question one. Like decapitated person with like blood everywhere. It is, it's like the frozen head Jeffrey Dahmer's freezer. Dude, oh my god. <laughs> All right. Well, if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to give us a follow on Spotify. Make sure to give us a follow and write a review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure to follow our Twitter at DirtyBeer30. Yeah, we need reviews. On the Apple Podcast. I, I figured that out about Apple Podcasts. This is a review thing. Yeah, we need reviews on yeah. there more than follows. Um, but you can also give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. I forgot about that. Uh, also, anybody that you know, you have to tell about our podcast because of your contractually your contractual obligation with the demon god Asmodeus, as we've stated. Um, Go check out the blog. Yeah, we got our blog boy on it. Fade Nick on his picks this week. I don't I don't trust him. I literally well, probably won't even listen to him. I'm just going to cut him in and that's it. <laughs> well, yeah, you're not going to understand him in the first place anyway. I could look into it, but I don't care. Well, uh, wish you a beer. Left done.